Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 55 of the Talk in the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Wednesday of bets. Now, before we dive deep into today's action, talk some lines for you for the value that we found across today's slates. Please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line pod on, whether it be on YouTube, generally located right around down in that area, or the audio recorded version on your favorite podcast directory. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you have an extra second and you could also be so kind, go ahead and hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do And it only helps us make Talking the Line sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description. First link you're going to see there is the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL crew's content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45 Sroka. And I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your day to come and consume some of our content and get some laughs, take a bit of a mental vacation, if you will, from your day in and day out monotony. It is now time to bring in the co-host of the Talk in the Line podcast, the man that sits to my left on every single episode. But if you're listening, you wouldn't know that. He may be on the floor, he could be to my right, but now you know. A man who is very, very grateful that his White Sox decided to turn it up in the late innings, even though they let us down in the first five yesterday, and a young man that will hear none of the bullshit in regards to Aaron Rodgers, so I suggest you say none of it. Without further ado, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm doing just fine. I mean, uh, you... uh... You seem to be a big defender of me in these intros for my uh, Aaron Rodgers opinions and uh, current state of uh, emotions. But, uh, you know, about an hour into these bad boys, you kind of flip on me. But, uh, you know, I'm doing just fine. Big Sox win last night. Got to wear the got to wear the shirt the next day. So uh, we're kicking and rolling. So I'm uh, I got no complaints as always. I absolutely love to hear it, my friend. 
my Cubbies as well, coming off of a very solid victory. I do believe it ended up being 7-1. to one. I cashed out a little early. Uh, those West Coast games are getting you, boy. But uh, today, we got a 3.11 p.m. Central Standard Time start for the Chicago Cubbies. So I am more than looking forward to that, my friend. I'll actually be able to get to bed at a decent hour this evening. Yeah, those uh, not, we talked about it the last couple of days, but those 9 p.m. Western Time starts for us are not for the week. No, they are not. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i thinking of it now. I don't think I am getting to bed early because there are some late games on the slate tonight once again as well. Yeah. And we may or may can't not have it. some action. Can't escape You it. can't escape it in this crazy life we live. But, hey, welcome to gambling, baby. We are locked in. We got a hell of a show coming to you today, but before we do, us always being a full transparency show here at the Talk in the Line pod, let's recap yesterday's best bets of the day. How'd we do, Mags? Not hey. so well on your side. So, so as a crew, uh, you went two and three over there, partner on the left side, had some rough losses out of the NBA, man. I, I was yeah. all over those plays with you, so I I look right at those and I, I, don't, uh, I don't regret backing you at all. Maybe the, maybe the Hawks, but the other two, not so much. No, not at all. And then the Rockies, questionable play, but I was really all over it with yeah, you just with one, how they've been playing. One damn bad inning. Yeah, one yeah. bad inning will do it to you. Um, myself, personally, went 2-3-1, and one, was so close to uh, getting a positive day. The Orioles started off my day just beautifully, and I was yeah. like, okay, the stars are finally aligning for your man. I am on, ladies and gentlemen, and then kind of some of the same stuff happened. Uh, did hit some bets outside of the pod so quick reminder as always follow both of us on the action app i am at cash underscore with underscore colt he is at our mags in all caps and then you can follow the uh talking the line sports media page at talking the line nice and easy so get all of our best bets of the day there on the action network app two for tuesday parlay absolutely brutal i said it uh, in the intro there of my partner that the white Sox let us down in the first five lost it one to nothing couldn't get anything going against robbie ray and then out of nowhere in the seventh inning or eighth inning they just destroyed the baseball yeah some late inning action man i can't remember i can't remember if they tied it in the seventh and then put up five in the eighth or if they put up all six in the eighth i can't remember mm. i think it might have been seventh and then eighth but either way big win tough uh tough sledding there Robbie Ray coming on strong as of late mm-hmm. and looks pretty damn good last night. I think he had 13 Ks on us. So. Yeah, I uh, I would have to agree with you. Robbie Ray is starting to look really good. He might uh, be starting to be allowed to get taken out of fade territory, if you will. I think so, he's, yeah, I think we're in that point. Yeah, maybe we'll have so. to uh, start backing old Robbie Ray in that Toronto offense when he is on the mound. Moving right along, Avalanche, rough loss in OT. We will now see Game 7 in Las Vegas, my friend. So, if it gets to that point, it's 3-2 right now. Oh, it is 3-2. So, uh, yeah. Vegas uh, I guess up 3-2. Back, uh, Vegas is up 3-2 going back to Vegas I think now. it's Game 6 for Vegas. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. Game 6. So, uh, very interesting to see the Avs lose that last night at home in overtime. Uh, I was not expecting to see that whatsoever. So, kind of a bummer there. But uh, 2 for Tuesday out the window. Nonetheless, we have a killer 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 special play coming at you right before i get into that quick recap money line dice roll uh the dice are now uh 12 and 17 12 and 17 overall but as for the week they are one and two one and three 
or no, one and two. One you and are two, correct. Yeah, because yeah, we the wild card was the same. So one and right, two right, for right, the money line two. dice so far this week. Hopefully we can get them back positive. They got a nice MLB matchup to roll on today. So I think I think they got a pretty solid shot. So moving right along, there's yesterday's recap. We're teetering. We're right there, partner. Yeah. We're right on the edge we of are. breaking out of this slump and spinning the wheels. It's not a typical thing here at the TTL pod. I was joking with my partner once again that uh, the college basketball season starts next week, right? Um, so we can get back to <laughs> killing some games. Yeah, but September uh, through uh, through about March is... Uh the sweet spot there yeah absolutely uh so we got quite a while so we're gonna have to get uh the money train back on the tracks at some point in time and i think today is that day partner you got two best bets coming for the kind folks today i got three best bets coming for you today another wednesday brings another wednesday warrior and we got an nhl wednesday warrior coming for you for the first time in a long time oh yeah we also have the Wednesday Parlay pop-off. If you haven't been around for one of those before, one of our mag's best bets, one of my best bets, and the Wednesday Warrior parlayed for some juicy odds. Get it to the window. I have been thinking that phrase since I woke up this morning. No window, window. I didn't care what the Parlay pop-off was going to be. I just kept seeing and hearing in my brain, get it to the window. Window. Today, we are getting the Wednesday parlay pop off to the window so stick around make sure you get today's second special play of the day as always crowd favorite just talked about them Moneyline dice going to be making their usual episodic uh, appearance they are uh, trying to get back hot trying to get back on the winning streak and they have a fine mlb game to roll on today as i have already said so you're going to have to stick around for what mlb game that's going to be and what the picks the money line dice are selecting today actually just looked over at them and they are resting ready to rock and roll so they are present on set just haven't made their way to camera view yet Outside of that, we will also have, for the second half of the show, today's Ransom Reactions. We got some MLB nonsense to get into, a little bit of NBA and NHL playoff news to answer the bell on, and uh, maybe we'll catch an NFL update or two while we uh, are live recording via some ESPN updates or maybe something. Actually got a minor one already. Love to hear it. I I am so glad you're my partner, already on top of the ball game. While I'm just here talking to these kind folks, you're doing your research, and I cannot tell you how thankful I am for that last but not least colts motivation minutes wrapping up today's show and giving you a different perspective on binary code for those of you in the it space probably not what you're thinking so definitely stick around for colts motivation minutes on binary code if you were a fan of the ttl newsletter before we put it on pause actually wrote about this uh, in a different way a while back ago. So I wanted to uh, bring it back to light because it definitely bears repeating. So stick around for today's Motivation Minutes. But for now, cut all the nonsense, cut all the drama, cut all the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL podcast for Stone Cold Locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, it's time to get into today's, to today's first segment of the day, and that is the crew's best bets of the day. If you ain't been here before, we kick things off with our mag's best bets of the day. So here we go. It's that time. 
Now, when you showed up at the studio today, partner, I saw that look of fire in your eyes. It wasn't a, it wasn't a fire of defeat of, I just had a two and three day. I, I don't know how I'm feeling about today. It was a look of, I've seen these damn lines before and I'm ready to get after it. Is this it? The fire is still burning <laughs> presently, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you can see it through whatever device you are watching the show on. But without further ado, and as always, partner, you have the floor. I appreciate it, my man. I've got two MLP, MLB plays MLP. today. MLB. Uh, and my partner's going to be a little less pumped on me after this first one because Already I am. am taking the Padres minus one and a half over his cubbies. You've got Jake Arrieta on the mound versus you, Darvish. After a great start to the season in April, Arietta is sliding right now. He held a 4-5-8 ERA in May and followed that up with six earned runs over two innings pitch in San Francisco last week. On the other side of the bill, you've got you Darvish, 2-25 ERA. A little bit better at home, nothing crazy, but 2-2 ERA at home this season. Small sample size, but he's had some big success against the Cubs' key players in their lineup uh, before he played for them. So it's been a few years, but it was back when he was with Texas and he was dominant. Um, Padres have won his last seven starts. They are 5-2 and two to the run line over that stretch. I'm thinking we get a little bit of a, a fuck you from you after being traded uh, from the Cubbies here in the offseason. He's been dealing. He has been on it. And as I mentioned, the Padres are red hot whenever he makes his starts. Let's get my uh, computer back up online here. Cubs last 10 versus right-handers. 191 batting average, 245 OBP. I'm loving these Padres today. This is uh, a lot of uh, a big public bet today, but I uh, I don't really care about that today. There are certain spots where I am comfortable taking those public bets. And this is one of them because, as I mentioned, I really do think you, uh, you Darvish, is going to have a fuck you edge to the big man named you am i worried about jake arietta yes am i worried about you darvish having a fuck you game yes am i worried about my cubbies losing the third game of this series yes i am but per the gambling gods and what everything says i gotta stay away i of course you're gonna stay away i I would do the same i don't know what to say but uh, I like your analysis there. I like where you're on. I like where your head's at with the Padres minus one and a half. Definitely seems likely with how old Jake the Snake has been pitching. But you know me, Cubby fan till the death. I bleed blue and red. I'm going to stay away. You're going to stay away, and I can Rock accept and that. Roll. I can accept that. All right, so there's one, my friend, unless mm-hmm. you had anything else to add no, on that's top. About it. No cherry on top of the Sunday there, so number two. Number two. Taking it back to the well, I took this one yesterday. It was my favorite of the day. Had a nice little winner. I believe it was either 4-1 or 4-2 through five innings. Either way, I'm taking the Detroit Tigers. First five money line once again over the Seattle Mariners. We are in Detroit today. You've got Chris Flexen on the mound for Seattle. Righty versus Casey Mize, right-hander for the Tigers. Mr. Chris Flexen has been wildly inconsistent this year. He, in two of his last three starts, has allowed five and eight earned runs allowed over, you know, two of those last three starts, five and eight in each of those. He posted a 5-6-6 ERA in May. So 
after a nice little start to April, things got real, real inconsistent. And uh, this Tigers offense has been a little sneaky here at times. Uh, they got on uh, Marco Gonzalez early yesterday. I'm thinking a little bit more of the same. But the big reason I like this play is that I'm back in Casey Mize. 3-3-4 ERA. He has gotten significantly. That's not as much of a mouthful as I'm making it out to be. He has gotten significantly better as the season has continued on. 1.74 ERA in May over his last seven starts. The only team he allowed more than two earned runs to was my White Sox, and it was only three earned runs. Funny enough, that happened to be his last start in April and his first start here in June. So sandwiched between those starts is his month of May and a 1.74 ERA against anyone else. I am seeing more of the same, that 174 ERA type pitcher that Casey Mize is. He has seen the White Sox a a handful too many times. I think of all the teams in the entire major leagues, that is probably the one team that knows him the best. They hit him pretty decently well, and he still manages them pretty well. Uh, So anywho on that, 174 ERA is who I'm backing there. Uh, Versus Seattle here in May, seven and two-thirds innings, three hits, one earned run outing in the middle of May. And Seattle, I mentioned it yesterday, versus lefties, pretty brutal, not much better versus right-handers. On the season, 207 batting average, 288 OBP versus righties. And these Tigers, my friend, in four matchups versus Seattle, 4-0 in the first five and full game in these matchups this year. Give me all of Casey Mize and the Tigers today. Right there with you, pal. Uh, I, too, might have a play coming out of this matchup, so uh, not going to get too in-depth but I really like the Tigers' first five money line. Mm-hmm. So I suggest you hammer that bad boy in. I won't back his other one, but I will put my seal of approval on his second pick of the day. So anything else you'd like to add? Only two picks today, two plays. That's it, two waiters. Yep, just two. I'm all, uh, I'm all good over here. All right. Well, thank you, partner. We appreciate it. If you're riding our mag's best bets of the day, get those bad boys in right now as fast as you can on whatever your favorite sports book is and whatever the current best line you're finding them at right now. Moving right along. Here we go. My best bets of the day for the second half of the first segment, the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Myself personally, had four coming at you, but we liked one of them so much, we moved it on over to the Wednesday Warrior special play. So I got three coming at you. All, ooh, almost slipped you off. That could have been really bad. (laughs) All three MLB plays today. So without further ado, hesitation, delay, or complications. Let's get into my best bets of the day. All right, here we go. First play of the day. I'm going back to the matchup between the New York Mets and the Baltimore Orioles today. But this time I am taking the New York Mets. I'm taking the New York Mets first five money line. If you tuned into yesterday's episode, I told you that the Mets have been kind of back and forth and their success all relies upon what pitcher they do decide to put on the mound for that day. Yesterday, it was one of the worst. David Peterson, it did not lie in their hands on the mound, the advantage that being. Today, the advantage is all in their favor as they are putting Taiwan Walker on the mound. 
and they are facing Matt Harvey. Now, Matt Harvey is right, or um, I'm sorry, not Matt Harvey. I will get to him in just a moment. Sticking with Taiwan Walker, he is one of the best three pitchers in this Mets rotation right up there with Stroman and DeGrom. He has been dealing after a a rough few last years. He has really found himself and has returned to form and has looked like his young old self once again. I am backing the mess out of Taiwan Walker here today because he has been so dominant and really starting to cement himself in this uh, New York Mets rotation. In nine starts so far this season, Walker has gone 54 innings overall. He's got a 4-2 and record with a 2.17 ERA. He's got 51 Ks and only 23 walks with a minimal, abysmal, 181 batting average allowed against opponents, a 271 OBP, 516 OPS, and a 1.06 whip. He is also averaging about five and a thirds innings per contest, so he is uh, going deep plenty past into these first five games. So you love to see that as well. Right now, too, he has a career high in strikeout percentage. Mm. Found that out this morning. 23.7% of opponent batters faced he is striking out right now. So, My friend, Taiwan Walker, is absolutely dealing. And last but not least, the Mets are 3-1-1 straight up in the first five innings in Walker's last five starts. And I believe he is just the guy to put the damper on this Orioles parade and get them off of this hot streak. Now, I mentioned Harvey at the top. Here we go. Into Matt Harvey. He has been getting dog walked regardless of the team, regardless of the ballpark, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you, he is 2 in three or Baltimore rather is two and three in Harvey's home start so far this year and he has been brutal 10 starts for Mr. Harvey 51 and two-thirds innings pits three and six record with a 6.62 ERA a 300 batting average allowed against opposing batters 353 OBP 848 OPS he's got a 1.61 whip and he's only going about four and a third innings on average so he's not even making it into the fifth and this Baltimore bullpen has slowly been sliding down the ranks when it comes to bullpen ERA in the MLB. He was limited to only three innings in his last two starts, and Baltimore is two and three straight up in the first five innings in Harvey's last five starts. So with all that being said, I think the um, the Mets get Harvey out of this game here early today. I see it very similarly to a 3-4 inning uh, game for Harvey here, just like his previous matchups. He's been getting beat up. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Once the Mets have an opportunity to get into that Baltimore bullpen, then it's really going to be curtains. I see this something around a 3-4-5-1 type first five win here for the Mets. I see a couple of long balls coming. And Taiwan Walker stays dominant. I don't think he gives up uh, any more than one earned run uh, on one minor mistake. He has been so damn dominant. And for all those reasons, I am taking for my first pick of the day, the New York Mets first five money line. I love it, man. The uh, The way that Orioles have been playing the last couple of days, their offense is kind of uh, working in our favor to make this price a lot more favorable. Right. And those uh, those matchups were not against any pitcher to the level of Taiwan Walker no. here. They've all been against some pretty bad pitchers. Exactly. As a of fact. So I'm all over it with you. No questions about it. Yeah. So rock and roll. There's my first pick of the day. Moving right along to my second pick of the day. Now, I already told you 
just a little bit ago. I might have had a little bit of extra uh, action coming out of the Seattle Mariners and Detroit Tigers game. Well, it's time for that pick. For my second pick of the day, I am taking the Detroit Tigers full game money line. My partner might be a little worried about that Detroit bullpen, but I'm not so sure that they're going to have an issue at all. And he already told you some pretty quality things about these starting pitchers today. I'm actually looking right at that same thing. The starting pitcher between uh, Chris Flexen and Casey Mize is one of the things that set my alarms off from the jump. Now, I will tell you a few things and share a couple additional things that my partner actually did not. Flexen, obviously, you've already heard, he struggled all season. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been worth a damn at all. But he has really, really struggled on the road. Only four road starts this season. He has only pitched 20 innings in those four starts. I see your face because you saw the numbers. 32 hits, 18 earned runs with only 9 Ks and 5 walks. Goodness. He has been terrible on the road, has saved some of his numbers by some quality home starts, but the road has been bad to Mr. Chris Flexen. On to Casey Mize, as you alluded to, my friend, he has only gotten better and better and better as we got through May and now into June. Bit of a rocky outing in his last start, but I'm not too worried about that because in his last five starts, he's gone 32 innings, only allowed 19 hits, had 30 Ks with only six walks and eight earned runs over those five. So I absolutely love it. He's coming off his longest start of the year, seven innings straight up pitched. I like him to go at least seven again here today, six or seven. I think he's going to be more than dominant against this Seattle Mariners team that you said, partner, the offense has gone ice, ice cold. And some final trends that I'm looking for that really drew me away from the first five and allowed me to really hammer in the full game money line. First thing, I saw that it was a 50-50 bet percent split, but the Detroit Tigers are getting a whopping 99% of actual money wagered Mm. on this game. The Tigers swept the Mariners in Seattle. Now we're kicking things off on a bad note again, and it looks like things might happen yet again in Detroit. Seattle is 2-3 and in the last five versus Detroit. 0-4 in the last four meetings overall. All of those meetings we know in 2021. Seattle is 4-10 in the last 14 meetings or on the last 14 games on the road for them. I do apologize. That is 4-10 straight up in the last 14. Seattle is 2-8 straight up in the last 10 road games versus a right-handed pitcher for them. They are 4-12 straight up in the last 16 games in game two of a series. And and for the Tigers, you know I'm a homer for them, so I got to bring them to you. 5-0 and in the last five Wednesday games straight up for the Detroit Tigers. And 5-2 and in their last seven home games straight up versus a team with a losing record. Give me all of the Detroit Tigers on a very, very good price on their money line here today. I love it, man. You know I love it. Uh, you did mention it. I... Uh... Not concerned about this play. I do like it. You did mention the bullpens. That's got me steered towards the first five. You know, just just a tad bit more confident in the first five. I'm all over this with you as well. So no qualms here. You nailed that. And I I definitely slipped past the the Chris Flex and road numbers. Yeah. That's yeah, big time. Insane. And then 90, 99% of the money coming in on him. And I said, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's severe monetary liability that uh, you might not have a chance to hear anywhere else but the Talking the Line pod. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Second pick of the day. My third and final pick of the day. I'm going, which was a side pick of mine. I'm going 
came back to the matchup between the Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox. I am once again siding with the Red Sox. They were a dog on the first five money line yesterday, but today they are a favorite, my friend. Mm -hmm. So today I am taking the Boston Red Sox first five money line. And once again, similar to a lot of my plays and my partner's plays, this comes down to the pitching matchup for me as both teams are hitting the ball pretty similarly and are red hot on the offensive side of the ball. So for Houston, they're tossing out Jake Odorizzi and um, on the mound for Boston is Nathan Eovaldi. Now Odorizzi Rizzi hasn't been worth a damn and has had five official five official starts so far this season. Uh, he's actually made it out of the fourth inning only twice so far in his official start so far this uh, this season. Five innings pitched or in five starts, he's gone sixteen and a third innings pitched. Zero and three record with a terrible seven point one six ERA. Only seventeen Ks with seven walks. Three thirty three OBP and an 841 OPS with a 1.47 whip. He's been getting destroyed. There's no question about it. And it always turns into a bullpen day when Houston throws this man out on the mound. And I don't see that trend stopping anytime soon. He actually also faced Boston in his last start, did Odorizzi, and he got roughed up pretty good. Three innings pitched, four hits, two Ks, three walks, three earned runs, and Boston won the first five innings, three to nothing. Houston is also two and three straight up in the first five innings in Odorizzi's last five starts. So I absolutely love to see that. And those three losses were to this Boston team, the Detroit Tigers, and the Seattle Mariners. So there you have it. As far as Eovaldi goes, he has been dominant, dominant, dominant. Had a few slip-ups here and there, but I love for him to return to form because little did you know Nathan Eovaldi is coming back home. He is a Houston born and bred young man, and it is time for a coming out party for Nathan Eovaldi, pitching in front of his hometown fans once again. 10 starts so far for Eovaldi this season, 66 and two thirds innings pitched with a beautiful 7 and 2 record and 3.78 ERA. Bit more inflated than you would like to see, but just a few goofy games peppered in there, I would like to say. 65 Ks with only 14 walks for Eovaldi, 297 OBP and a 659 OPS. Beautiful 1.19 whip. He is killing it. I love for him to come out and jump all over the Astros, limit them to one or two runs. He has been really limiting uh, the earned run department uh, over his last few starts. So I like for him to continue to do the same thing. And last but not least, Boston is 4-0-1 straight up in Eovaldi's last five starts in the first five innings. So I love for that trend to continue. And once again, set it at the top, but these offenses are playing incredibly similar. Houston's hot, Boston's hot. So it all comes down to the pitching matchup for me. There's really nothing else uh, that I can say here on this one. And uh, bottom line, I think Boston comes out and jumps all over Odorizzi early and often. So third pick of the day, Boston Red Sox, first five money line. I love it, man. You can't trust Odorizzi right now. He uh, used to be a nice, uh, solid pitcher in the Twins rotation a couple of years back. But uh, those days are well behind him. And uh, I'm all over Yavaldi with you as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, honestly all three of my plays really came down to... Uh, Came down to the pitching matchup. So, yeah, there you go. There you have it. We will be sure to recap those here very shortly. So, there are the TTL Crew's best bets of 
the day. Okay. Moving right along into segment number two, partner. You and I know what's coming. The TTL faithful know what's coming. If you're a new viewer, you might not know, but it's time for the special play of the day. And with another Wednesday, I already said it at the top, but if you didn't hear it, comes the Wednesday Warrior special play. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are headed to the NHL ice. Stanley Cup matchup tonight between the Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders. All over it. The boys are hot. I love them. I've been talking about it. If you've been listening, we're hammering them home. New York Islanders money line plus odds right now, right about plus 120. That is the perfect spot for the Islanders to be at home. I think that the books are putting way too much value on Boston in the must win spot here because the Islanders have been ridiculously good at home all oh my season, goodness. partner. You and oh my I, goodness. You and I have both talked about that time in and time out. Now, uh, these Islanders coming off of two straight wins now Mm -hmm. to get that 3-2 series lead, and they got all the momentum in their favor. Boston did everything they possibly could to try and get back in on that game on Monday, and they couldn't do it. They lost it 5-4. They gave their best effort. They are tired. They are done, and now they have to go into New York with a ruckus Islanders crowd they are not going to be very happy about what they're going to be seeing tonight. I can assure you of that. Now, as far as some key stats, during the regular season, the Islanders actually won all four matchups in New York between these two teams. And they have also been solid in the playoffs. Two games so far um, between these two teams in New York. One game went to overtime where Boston only won 2-1. to one, And the other game, the Islanders won 4-1. to one. So they dominated the hell out of them in front of their home fans. I love for them in this spot where they need to get the job done to advance. They don't want to mess around with a game seven and give Boston any opportunity to get this back on home ice for them. They're keeping this in New York. They're moving on to the third round. I have no other questions, comments, concerns other than Varlamov has been standing on his damn forehead and Tuka Rask has no idea what he's doing, giving up four goals in two out of his last four games, two goals in another one of those games, and actually the Islanders scored four, so the other two were empty net goals. So has been a goal fest for these Islanders. Partner, did you have anything you would like to add? Not really, man. I was going to add some stuff about Tuca there at the end, but you nailed it. The guy, uh, a lot of people are asking if he's injured. What's going on? I don't know. He's looking good, man. uh, He is not not looking looking good. good. I don't think he said it, but uh, just to hammer home that Islanders home record in the regular season, 21-4-3 home record. 3-2 and in the playoffs. So. I don't think it's going to even out here. I don't think so. I don't think it is. I think we're going to get to 4-2 in the playoffs, and uh, we're going to cash some plus money action on this Wednesday Warrior. I would have to agree with you. So there you go. Wednesday Warrior special play of the day, New York Islanders money line. And as you also know, another Wednesday brings another Wednesday parlay pop-off. We got you a little bit of extra juice on the Wednesday Warrior, but we got to bring you the real juice on a nice little additional special play for yeah. every Wednesday, since we don't give you a whole bunch of juice for the first special play. You got the odds on this one? Uh, Somewhere right around plus 550. Okay, because I didn't Some, have it. That's yeah, what I was at. Somewhere in that ballpark, uh, I can actually tell you guys, live straight up and in the flesh, I will tell you in .5 seconds, hang on tight, hang on tight, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, read the face. Here we go. Beautiful. Thank <laughs> you so much. Absolutely Point love five. it. Here we go. And the official Point odds, plus 529 okay. on today's 
Wednesday, parlay pop off three legs, one our mags best bet, one Colt best bet, and the Wednesday Warrior all combined into one parlay. Now, we've already told you the analysis. We've already told you everything we got going into these plays, so there's no need to rehash it. So right. let's just give it to you, and then we'll get right into the best bets of the day. So for today's Wednesday parlay pop-off for our mags best bets of the day, the first leg. We are taking the Detroit Tigers first five money line. For my leg, for the second leg of the day, we are taking the New York Mets first five money line. And to wrap things up, add on the Wednesday Warrior with some real juicy odds, the New York Islanders money line. Parlay those bad boys up, plus 529 when I locked it in. Might have moved around a little bit, excuse me, didn't want to burp into said microphone. Looking real good. Looking real juicy. My favorite bet of the day. Armag's favorite bet of his slate today. And we absolutely love the Wednesday Warriors. So you know we got to parlay them up and roll the dice. I am feeling extremely confident, Barter. Yeah, I love it, man. I Man, th- this has well, been my New favorite York. one in a long time. Yeah, New York, New York, Detroit. Yeah, New York, New York, Detroit. There you go, my friend. So uh, just some real real gangster teams getting the job done for us. That's what it's all about, (laughs) some real gangster teams. So there you have it, parlay pop-off. Let's get in to the best bets of the day before we uh, close out the the first half of the show with uh, the Moneyline Dice Roll. So recapping today's best bets of the day. Mr. Riley White, if you could be so kind. For our Mag's best bets of the day, on the left side of your screen, he is taking the San Diego Padres against my Cubbies on the run line, minus one and a half. He is also taking the Detroit Tigers first five money line. For my picks on the right side of your screen, I am taking the New York Mets first five money line, the Detroit Tigers full game money line, and the Boston Red Sox first five money money line for the ttl cruise wednesday warrior special play of the day we are taking the new york islanders money line and then for the parlay pop-off our mag's best bet of the day we are taking is the tigers first five money line mine is the new york mets first five money line and then add on the islanders first five money line as the wednesday warrior for the wednesday parlay pop-off odds above five to one payout let's get that bad boy to the window there you have it. Get out your sports books real fast before we change any screens, before we go anywhere. Get them out. Or however you hammer in your bets, if you're not in a legalized state, if somehow you're watching the pod and you're not in a legalized state, thank you so much for tuning in. We see a few of you in some of our analytics, so real cool to have you guys in here as well. But you know the deal. Hammer them in, lock them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you like to say, just make sure you get them in at whatever the best current line is on your favorite sports book. Let's get these bad boys to the window, my friend. So we talked about it at the top. We did. Money line dice roll of the day. MLB play, you now see it. We are going to the Milwaukee Brewers versus the Cincinnati Reds. Let's break it down. Time for today's money line dice roll of the day. Let me get a quick little sip here, and I will get our honorable guest live on set. Okay. Go ahead and just pulling up these odds here for our reference. All right. Shake it out. Here we go. Here we go, Dice. Welcome back, my friend. It's good to see you. What's happening, Dice? Come on now. Let's have a day. All right. Let's have a day here. Wild card. Home away. Moneyline ATS. 
Okay, the dice are out of their handy carrying case, and they are ready to rack and roll. We got Milwaukee Brewers as the away team in this matchup. Second game of the series, Cincinnati Reds home team in this matchup. Mm -hmm. Coming in, this was the closest line spread of the day. Last I looked, the Reds were at minus 115 and the Brewers minus 105. Right around there, right around there. Okay. By a couple, uh, yeah. So either way, one four. Either way, you're yeah. not uh, not getting plus money anywhere here today. But if we were happen to get the run line partner, what would it be? Um. So these books have got to kind of flipped around here. Should we just say whoever is chosen and that goes for the run line, we do minus one and a half for either of them, as opposed yeah. to some plus one and a half action. Uh, yeah, you know, because I mean, you got the Reds as the favorite minus 113 on both of my books here. They still give out the Reds as the plus one and a half and the Brewers, despite being minus 105 at minus one and a half. I think your book might be a broken. Oh, shit. I got it. I got the plus one and a half, too. That's what I'm saying. I'll be damned. All right. Well, um, no. Brewers minus one and a half plus 145. Reds minus one and a half plus 180. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Well, no, but we got to ride with what it says there. Okay. So do you want to... Wow, you guys are seeing some uh, preparation happen. We did not uh, yeah. expect this to happen. This is, this is crazy. We did not expect this. Um. So yeah, executive decision. Fuck it. Minus one and a half, yeah. either one, if sure. we roll ATS. Here we go. Let's go for the fucking juice. All right, boys. <laughs> Lock and load. All right. That's, are we going? That's that, basically uh, saying... That's the weirdest shit ever. Reds are favored. But if it's going to be by more than two runs, it's more likely that the Brewers win by more than two runs. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I'm not going to wrap my mind around it. I am just going to let the dice decide. So for the first roll, home away, are we taking the Milwaukee Brewers on the road or the Cincinnati Reds at home in Citizens Bank? Yes. No, I don't think it is. Either way, three. Great American Ballpark. Away. Yes, it is Great American Ballpark. Thanks for the save, partner. Away, Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. All right, Dice. First roll of the day. They did have a solid game last night against Sonny Gray. Yeah, they did. Second roll, Moneyline, ATS. What are we going with? Here we go, Dice. Three, two, one. Money line. Money line. Money line. Brewers money line. So there's one and two. I will be sure to bring those to you shortly. Over-under is actually 10 on this game. Whoa. A little inflated. So I had the over yesterday and uh, barely missed six runs on the eight and a half. Uh, Couldn't put up a damn run to save their life that the Reds bean. Had about Mm -hmm. 15 different opportunities Mm -hmm. with runners in scoring position and said, (laughs) we're just not going to hit the ball tonight. So here we go. Wild card dice ready to rock and roll. Yep. Are we hitting the tie? Are we hitting the total? Are we um, going doubling down? Are we going to hit something different? What's happening here? What's little half money line, half spread action. All right. The dice will tell us in three, in two, in The under, under 10. Under 10. 10. Interesting. So I will. Uh, Interesting. No flipping, no moving. Partner, if you would like to tell these kind folks anything about the selections the dice have uh, just now made, I'll uh, slide up there. Let you guys know so you can see. So we ain't BSing you. And uh, I'll be right back around in just a second, huh? Yeah, go for it. All right, 
Uh, yeah, so we've got Brett Anderson, lefty on the mound for the Brewers here, versus Vladimir Gutierrez, 1-1 one one record, 270 RA. Nice young prospect there for the Reds. Um, dice are fading him, though. The dice are going to be fading him today. Uh, sharp money apparently coming in here on the Reds today. So uh, the dice said fuck you to the sharp money. And uh, we've got 54% of bets on Cincinnati with 67% of the money. The total, 54% on the under, while 99% of the money is on the under. You are right there. You are perfect right there. 99% of the money on the under partner. That is a uh, big old, big old change there in money movement on the under. Under 10, little inflated. Like I was saying earlier, it was eight and a half and they went under that. So seems like it should be definitely under. So then I'm a little skeptical on this one, but in the dice we trust partner, in the dice we trust. spoken if you want a guaranteed take a ticket to the window or two tonight to the window and get paid out here you go here you have it milwaukee brewers money line and under 10 runs in the brewers versus reds matchup tonight you said it partner in the dice we dice we trust i love it i i i love this play right here, this combo play. And Thank I think I dare I say they go and get to three and two this evening. I love it. Go two and up. I love it. They're saying fuck you to some sharp money out there, apparently. Yeah. Uh sharp money coming in on the over. Uh according to the signal on our action app, it said sharp. However, the big money was on the under. Ninety nine percent of the money, is yeah, that what you were big, saying? Big, big okay. money on the under there. Okay, quite interesting. But as I was saying, um we we will trust in the dice, but in situations like those where you have a game yesterday where it's five to one, stays under eight and a half, then they tick up that line up run and a half to ten, you say, Oh hell. That's got to be no doubter under, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, that's a handful of times that's not the case. Not mm-hmm. always. Not always. Yeah. It's just a little scary. And that's why it wasn't one of our best bets today. Well, that is very correct. And that is why we let the uh, dice decide for us. Right. Huh? That's, uh, We're going to ride with the them. Dice We're going to ride with The them. dice know all, my friend. It's just not, trying to uh, drop a little, uh, you know. Yeah, hey, I love, I love your knowledge. I love your skepticism. But in the dice, we, in the trust. Dice we trust. In the dice, we trust. No further bullshit. Thank you, dice. All right, thank you, Dice. Like I said, sometimes no, 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 no. Like you said, no, like you said. We'll put it to bed. (laughs) Put it, put it to bed, and put the dice to bed. Let them leave. Oh, before they leave, said if you want your own set of money Mm -hmm. line dice, uh, real super easy for you. Head to this episode's description. Second link you're going to see, moneylinedice.com website. Hit that bad boy. Pick out whatever you want uh, out of their merchandise selection. When you get to checkout, enter code TTL10. That code is actually also in the description, and you'll get 10% off your first order on moneylinedice.com. So start rolling with the crew and get your own set of Moneyline Dice or anything else they got because it is wicked. Absolutely love the products they got over there. And uh, as we always say, been using these things before we even partnered up with them and brought them onto the show. So yep. get yourself some money line dice and start trusting in the dice yourself. So we'll see you later, our friend. See you on tomorrow's pod. Have a spectacular day. All right, folks. There you really have it. 
rocked and rolled right through. Best bets of the day, all of the bets and analysis. Let's recap it one more time real quick since we do have the Moneyline Dice officially locked in now. Our mags picks on the left side of your screen. My picks on the right side of your screen. I'm sure you can read or uh, you probably wouldn't be tuning in to this uh, show because most of the updates we give you are via script. So uh, I would imagine you can read. Um, Wednesday Warrior, you can see that bad boy there. Uh, Also, Parlay Pop-Off, absolutely loving this special play. And then the Moneyline Dice have officially selected for their official play, Milwaukee Brewers Moneyline and the wild card roll of the day under 10 runs there you have it ladies and gentlemen there is the entire betting portion the first half of today's episode number 55 on this beautiful june 9th 2021 if you are one of the kind gambling folks that just joins us on the ttl pod for our best bets special plays analysis and more in regards to the gambling world That's all we got for you. Nothing else today in regards to that. Might have a few other trends and things we'll be discussing in today's rants and reactions on the second half of the show. So if you want to stick around, go right on ahead. But if you're not and you're about to head out of here, thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. We can't thank you enough for all of your support and hammering in uh, bets with us on the daily. But don't stay away too long now. We got more sports books to bankrupt, and you know we need your help doing it one play at a time. So we will see you on tomorrow's episode. But for the rest of you sticking around for the second half of the show, it is now time for said second half with today's Rants and Reactions. How'd I do? That's a good one. All right, 10-4. Moving into it, ladies and gentlemen. Ears are intact. You guys should know the deal by now. (laughs) There goes the first page. Second page, hot off the press. Partner, top of the episode, you said, uh, first things first, let me me do this right. Drop it into first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kick it on back a little bit. Let's talk some shit. Yeah. So, uh, I, I just have, have, the energy has been so good when I've done that the last few sure. times. Good vibes. So I'm going to sure. keep it rocking. Um, moving right along. Top of the show. Said you might have had some NFL news. Teeny tiny minor, NFL minor news. news. Nothing crazy. Got, Nothing going to light us on what, fire here. Uh, what are you dropping down, pal? Uh, there was rumors of it earlier this week, but the NFL is trying to expand their international series, trying to get into the country of Germany. Uh, they don't have a host city yet, but... Gonna have, uh, get past London, get past Mexico City, probably still do those for the foreseeable future, but trying to uh, expand it a little bit here. And I uh, I know these players don't really like those uh, traveling eight hours by plane, six to eight, ten hours, whatever it is, mm. by plane over to Europe. But, uh, you know, you know, it's a thing. Old Deutschland, huh? That's the, that what they call That's Germany? Germany, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess so. Like the London game's always cool. I'm sure it's a cool experience for the players. The Mexico game. Did did they play that last year? I know the last couple of years that it was had, like such a joke. With I was, how, well, how I mean, maybe Assad was. I was gonna say that might have been a couple of years ago. I know. Yeah, because I, I with COVID last year, I don't know if they played. Any, I know they didn't go to London. I don't know if they oh, played that, any yeah. in Mexico City. Oh, it was all. COVID but then you're right. The year or two before that, Mexico City's field had some issues, so I think they nixed that. And then uh, I could be totally wrong, but that's what was that wild wild rams chiefs game that was like 45 50 or something like that and it ended up being 
I think in America, in, either in LA, San Diego, I don't even know. I don't remember. But okay. Anywho, yeah, it's like, I mean, the London fan or the, you know, the London market, it, obviously the sport is picking up there and any sort of traction the NFL can get anywhere, they're obviously going to be happy for it. But it's not like it's going to uh, overtake football over in the, you know, over in Europe there or even any of their other sports that they love. But no. Not at all. I mean, you can see with NBA and NFL, they're trying to expand, trying to expand, trying to pick up more, you know, the international market. So, yeah, seems like they're going to be doing that because it's most definitely going to make them some money. So I think so, too. I mean, uh, follow the money. That's uh, that's pretty much all it comes down to yep. on this one. NFL just wants some more money. Another uh, NFL news. Julio Jones officially will wear number two for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, uh, I think at, it sounded like AJ Brown tried to give him number eleven, but Julio said, "Nope, that's all yours." Pretty damn dope. Pretty awesome of a veteran guy, man. I like what they're doing over there in in Nashville. Yeah. Is it Nashville? Yeah, they're yeah, in it's Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Uh, other than that, nothing crazy, crazy, crazy going on in the, the NFL. NFL. Um, it, just a bunch of nonsense. People talking about just trying to see if anything might have popped up that I could hot take on real quick. But uh, you know, just like you, the Packers, uh, Aaron Rodgers' teammates, quote unquote, have his back. Yeah. So uh, they'll keep moving right along, uh, right into there. Uh, any? Hey, why the hell we're here? Let me uh, see if we got any nice futures bets or anything, because we are a gambling show sure. here at the Talking the Line Pod. So a uh, little live look reaction into you. Uh, top three to win the Super Bowl right now. Kansas City Chiefs at plus 500. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 650. And the Buffalo Josh Allen Bills at plus 1,200. You liking any of those? You like the Bills to uh, go up high? You like the Bucks to repeat? You like the Chiefs to uh, make it back and Chiefs Kingdom to uh, hail once again? None of them. Scorched Earth. So, Scorched Earth Tour. Oh, boy. Scorched Earth Tour. Oh, boy. So, let's let's give the man what he wishes. We have the Green Bay Packers coming in at number seven with plus 1,700 odds to win this year's Super Bowl 56. Who's four through six? Four through six. San Francisco 49ers plus 1,300. Rams plus 1,400. The Baltimore Ravens plus 1,400 as well. Cleveland Browns right in front of the Packers plus 1,600. Okay. Getting an extra $100 of juice on the Packers. Uh, yeah, if I am forced to take someone other than the Pack, uh, it's quite, uh, I'm not going to say impossible, but it's pretty damn hard to repeat, so I'm not going to take the Bucks. Uh, it's been uh, close to 20 years since we've seen a repeat champ, so I'm not going to take the Bucks. Honestly, if I if you're putting a gun to my head, someone other than Packers, it's probably the Chiefs. They kind of reinforced yeah. that offensive line. That was the issue in the uh, Super Bowl this past yeah. year, and uh, they reinforced it, so I would have to agree with you. Um, I've talked about it a little bit. I think the Houston Texans have potential to go Mm 0-17. They are currently rated on FanDuel, or uh, not rated, whatever you want to say, the bet on FanDuel right now. Houston Texans' worst regular season record at plus 250. Damn, I was hoping it would be higher, actually. A little higher, yeah, but... uh, Anyone else on that list? Uh, yeah, there are actually a few teams on that list. Uh, Detroit Lions coming in right behind them, plus 350. Jets, plus 850. Bengals, plus 1,000. Jags, plus 1,200. And Eagles, plus 1,300 for your top six worst records. That seems like a no-brainer for the Texans, doesn't it? As long Unless Deshaun comes back and is, uh, you know, 
full full 17 game participant or even yeah. half of the season i mean yeah i don't i mean i know a lot of people are down on the lions i'm not saying they're making the playoffs by any means but i'm not as you know worst record in the league down on them i'm not down on them that hard no. i know you're not either no not either um i don't know i don't got too much to add to that um yeah, I get might be. I'm actually uh, I, before I get stuck in that rabbit hole. Yeah, that's I was uh, I was looking at some featured games, and I mean already we got featured games out and bets out. I was looking at the Jags and Bengals right now at plus minus two and a half. Jags are coming in at plus two and a half. Is I, that week one? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's September thirtieth, so maybe a couple weeks. Oh yeah, in. maybe not. Um, but I oh, the two and a half spreads on NFL games are just yeah. Man, oh man, had to get that out. Punch <laughs> yeah, like a little a goof, NFL burst. Punch like a goofball. I'll be throwing hands and run into the damn stand we're here. There. So there we're we go. There. NFL. We're getting real close. Uh, right around ninety day mark. So here we go. Uh, moving right along. MLB, my friend. Let's do some ranting and reacting there. Yeah. Something real hot. We need to rant about real fast and real soon. Yeah. Did you see the Garrett Cole interview yesterday? I did. Holy I did. shit! You when know? asked point blank if he has ever used spider tack, which is basically this era's pine tar, uh, a sticky substance, which is some form of ah shit announcers were talking about it last night some form of something with pine tar mixed into it and the spin rates yeah the spin rates rates going nuts i mean the speed the velo everything is off the charts uh with all that being said mr garrett cold was asked point blank yesterday if he had ever used spider tack and his response was quite amusing you know uh, something like this yeah go ahead go ahead yeah i don't really know what to say i don't know how to answer whenever someone does those whenever someone does that you are the first person i think of not because you do those things but because you roast you you do that exact response roasting someone whenever they yeah i don't i don't know how to answer that because 45 don't play no shit, man. <laughs> I don't play no shit. Get the words out. Either say <laughs> I mean, no or... The old saying, you cannot bullshit a bullshitter. Yeah. And I am the king bullshitter, so... <laughs> and that was not a uh, well-executed bullshitting by any means. I mean... It was awful. It was I, awful. He would have been better off saying, yeah, you know what I do. This thing's been around in the game for a long time. If you're going to crack down on it now, then we got some things to change. We got some we got, things to talk we about. We got some sure. things to talk about. But, <laughs> but saying, even, I don't know how to answer that is not the worse. answer. Yeah. He looked even worse. And then the farther he got into that <laughs> rabbit hole and the more times he paused, he just Because he said, just, uh, just let me let me see how far I can dig myself under this table. He paused, said, uh, <laughs> paused for another five seconds, then said, uh, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> it was absolutely it makes the yankees look so bad it makes the pitching rotation look bad well, garrett cole garrett cole gets the mound tonight against the I'm, fucking twins all <laughs> eyes like, all eyes will be on that fucking man bro get, what if garrett cole gets fucking shelled or what if he gets tossed shelled or tossed something happens or dude. if he gets yeah, tossed like, so, uh, eyes are going to be glued to that and television. not to mention his last start was uh after they uh I little think bumpy it was right after i could be wrong but i think it was right after the uh, gallegos uh you know white Sox cardinals uh you know 
hat issue. So, and then he had a five earned run start against, I believe it was Tampa Bay, but, uh, put the old tinfoil hat on nice yeah. and secure, not saying, but just saying, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. Still some but, big money uh, coming out on the Yankees this morning <laughs> from what we were seeing. But, but that response, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it, it's comical. Right. <laughs> Go check it out. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, something not so funny, uh, for the teams, funny for us as fans to watch and us opposing those teams, weird night for base running, Mm -hmm. not just in the majors, but also in the minors. Yeah. Partner, we had two home runs called back for outs because of base running errors. Correct. Can you, on the same night, I don't know the last time outside of little league, I've seen a home run called as an out because a base runner missed a bag. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like a triple or something. And the guy clearly missed second base or something sure. like that. But, but uh, so uh, Homer, man. So if you didn't see it, we had uh Pittsburgh's Cabrian Hayes had a, uh, it was a laser and just cleared the wall. And he was rounding so weird and watching the ball and going back mm-hmm. and forth that he went to put his left foot down, which everybody knows you want to put your right leg down and hit the inside of the bag and continue to push off. Sure, but when you're, you know, when you're trotting and uh, yeah, looking, looking, he ended up on the outside of the bag, put his left foot as close as he could to the outside of the bag, missed severely, mm-hmm. proceeded to home run trot and get that bad boy called out. Yeah, what I didn't see was whether or not, because uh, it was the Dodgers, right? Yeah, what I didn't see was whether or not the Dodgers called for it, if the Umps called for it, or what happened. But uh, you hate to see it, man. Yeah, hate yeah, it's not good at all. Uh, and that was well, the other one, and though. then in the minors, yeah, yeah, that one was bizarre as hell. Because uh, they didn't have the the replay didn't have the best angle for it. No, it was really, really bizarre. And how the ump went down to the plate. Uh, well, first and foremost, one of Kansas City's top prospects, uh, Wits. Uh, Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt. Why am I not seeing that? Okay, there we go. Yeah, Bobby Witt. Um, he missed home plate. I mean, it was a piss missile. It cleared the oh, yeah. it cleared the fence by a good 50, 60 feet. Like, it was gone. Yeah. And it looked like he touched home plate and the umpire bent down and brushed off the home plate. Yeah, he kind of hesitated and then he's like, eh. he's like, uh, like, it's almost like he saw a shoe mark or some, or a cleat mark. I, I don't know. It was really bizarre. And then got that one called back as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But then by replay, it wasn't the clearest replay. It yeah. wasn't the best angle, but it looked like the dude stepped on home plate. Yeah. I wouldn't have called that one back. Right. The, the one for Pittsburgh, that was. Yeah. You saw the replay. He definitely blighten. missed it. Definitely <laughs> but, missed it. But this one, the replay just wasn't enough. And I mean, per the letter of the law for MLB rules and regulations, clear and can. I don't know if that one was actually reviewed, reviewed. Oh uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. If that's the, I don't think they had the same same deal down there. But either way, man. Uh, actually, what is that? Clear and decisive evidence. Clear and concise. Clear and concise evidence. That's right. I couldn't. I knew I wasn't using the right word. There you have it. Clear and convincing. Clear, clear and convincing. Concise. Any of the uh, above. Outside of that, uh, I was thinking one more uh, one more thing happened when we were talking about uh, the the home runs there. Anything else major spectacular? Not an MLB, but I've got a nice transition oh, to some NBA wait a breaking minute, news I here. got it before we go okay, into okay, NBA. Okay. Uh, last year, going through some old notes. Um, maybe I need to get back to doing this. Maybe this is part of it. I uh, used to take shorthand notes here and there during games just to keep track of shit. Mm-hmm. And I uh, went back to some of my old Dodgers games uh, from last year. And my friend... 
Tony Gonsalin is making his return to the bump for the Los uh, Angeles yeah. Dodgers today. And one of the things I had triple starred and circled was Gonsalin goofy delivery. Okay. And it is one of the weirdest. I, I vaguely remember it. I don't remember it enough. And we haven't seen him yet this year because he's been on IL. But I had that starred and circled and like I... I believe it's really going to mess up these Pittsburgh hitters. I can't really remember what it's all like, but I'm, it's almost like a treat for me. I'm excited okay. to see what sure. it's going to be like I'm and a treat for, for you guys. So the Dodgers-Pittsburgh Pirates game today, uh, one of the earlier games, suggest you tune into that one because uh, Tony Gonsolin or Gonsolin, I think it's Gonsolin or Gonsolin, I can't remember exactly, um, but he, he's got a weird delivery. I, I do remember that, so I'm looking forward to that. That's a, a little sidebar for me, sure. if you will. Um, and uh, last but not least, obviously we got... Uh, uh, all the sticky tack and uh, pine tar mm-hmm. and uh, all the above. We will be sure to keep coverage on that and see what's happening and who uh, who's getting affected because some players might might be getting more affected than we uh, all need to believe or uh, some of these numbers are going to start going in the opposite direction and maybe we don't hit double digit no hit, no nos maybe not this year maybe not my early season pr- prediction we're at six right now. Haven't got one in a little while since the MLB started rumbling about mm-hmm. all this nonsense, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Not saying, just saying. Moving right along. NBA news. Partner, you're rearing to go. What do you got? Breaking news. Pacers fire head coach Nate Bjorken. Bjorkren. I uh, wouldn't have seen that coming. You know, it was, uh, there was some, yeah, there was some rumblings there at the end of the season, some, uh, you know, feuding along the sidelines there, and then all of a sudden the Pacers start to turn things around a little bit there at the end. Uh, They scrapped their way, uh, I believe they lost the second playing game. They won, they smoked the Hornets, right? That was what happened. Smoked the Hornets, got smoked by the Wizards, right? Yes. Um, But either way, they were starting to play a little bit better there at the end of the season, but uh, not enough to save the guy's job. Players uh, had some mixed feelings about him as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, dude's out of there. He's out of there. How you doing? Keep it moving. Gone like the wind. Uh, yeah. I mean, I everything you said is probably what I was anything I was going to add to that. I mean, some of those uh, scraps, quarrels, whatever the hell you want to say on the sideline between Sabonis and some of the other guys on the team. I mean, it was just like, right. what in the world? What mm-hmm. is going on there? And then the head coach and the players are getting at it. Like, what are we doing here, boys? This yeah. is like middle school stuff. Right. Not a bad roster. So if they get the right coach, no. they could definitely be a scrappy team. Not definitely a bad roster at all. Not a title contending team by any means very, or anywhere close, but very profitable to bet against this MLB this, regular uh, season. NBA season. Yeah. Yeah, MLB regular season. You keep saying MLB. NBA. Why do I say MLB? What the fuck? <laughs> NBA regular season. Uh yeah, that was that was really bizarre. Anyways. Um anyways, yeah, they were uh very profitable to bet against and uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see if um if they do get somebody good or if it's more of the same story yet another year of great team poor results for the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. We'll see. The jury is still out, as I always like to say. Uh, Mr. Jokic winning the NBA MVP. A lot of uh, acronyms and letters going on here right now. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to the Jokers. That uh, that was absolutely awesome to see yeah. to see that get done. And I mean, he won it outright. Yeah, he outright. deserved it, man. I mean, he. Uh, I was hearing something today. It was only a 72-game season, so not quite the same. First MVP to play every single game since Kobe in 08, wow. I think. That's uh might be off by a year or so, but that is uh accurate, I believe. Okay. And uh yeah, like I said, seventy two games uh season, so not quite eighty two, but I imagine uh, those ten games wouldn't have been in uh, any problem for him. So then let me ask you this. Uh huh. 
Joker now MVP. Uh-huh. Is tonight one a must win for the Nuggets? Can they go down 2-0 and potentially make a comeback once they get it back home? And number two, does Joker come out and ball out because of the MVP status? I think tonight is must win, yes. I don't think they can go down 2-0 and expect to win four out of five. I don't think so. So I do I think tonight is a must-win game. And uh, do I think they're going to win? I don't know. I stay. I We obviously stayed away from it on the pod. I don't know if we'll have some action on it, but I think it's around plus six. So I might be interested in that plus six. Anywho, yeah. uh, I think he does come out and ball out tonight. Do I think that's going to be enough? I don't know because the Suns team is damn good. Um, they, had a, they had that surge there at the end, though. I don't know if we're going to see that again or not. I think it's going to be a lot closer, kind of how we saw for the first two and a half quarters of that uh, game one. I think that's going to be more so what we see for the entirety of the game. Um, so is it must win? Yes. Is Jokic going to have a nice game tonight? I think so. I think, uh, you know, a little triple-double action. How about it? Okay. While we're talking about it, might as well see what the odds on that bad boy. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm right there with everything you just said, man. I think uh, Jokic comes out balls. I think that uh, he has pretty damn close to a triple-double, if not better. Um, they just need more consistency from someone and, and, else. Yeah. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. has been pouring it in at times, and then he kind of goes absent for you know a quarter and a half outside of uh, whatever that hot streak stretch is. Um, and then uh, you know Aaron Gordon's been a solid player, but he's not enough to push him over the edge. So you know they either got to figure out a way to slow down Devin Booker, or they need some type of production from. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. is the biggest candidate for putting up those numbers and helping him out. But uh, if it can't be him, it's got to be somebody. So. I'll tell you what, Joker's getting the best odds for a triple-double tonight, and it's by a landslide. Plus 600. Really? So you, so you like the juice on really? that. That's uh, that's actually in a really, really good triple-double spot. Anywhere from 400 to 600 for me sends off some fucking alarms. So, uh, okay. so I okay. like that a lot. And the closest person to, or player rather, to record a triple double outside of the Joker is Chris Paul at plus twenty nine hundred. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, yeah, so outside of that, I mean, yeah, I uh, I might have to do a little sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle down there. We'll see. That's gonna stay in the bet slip. I yeah, will tell no you kidding. that, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say he's his assist numbers have been a little lower. I could be wrong on that though. Something else. Okay. Keynote was okay. going to keep this off of the pod, but I said, ah, fuck it. Why not? I'm, okay. a handi- I'm a handicapper now. Might as well share sure. some tricks of the trade. Go ahead. Shout out to, uh, first things first, Ariel Epstein of uh, the morning after FanDuel Sportsbook uh, sports me- grid. Me- or Sports Grid media personality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, she, uh, she does it all. Awesome person. The prop queen. She is the shit. Um, kind of feel like I'm speaking as she would speak here. Yesterday, took both unders in the NBA games yesterday. Mm -hmm. Would have looked at that as a person and said, what the hell are you taking the unders with these four teams playing? Okay. Okay. What led me to that? All bet percent, money percent, and line movement. Today, we are seeing the exact same thing for the Nuggets and Suns matchup, and I am right back on the under, my friends, all right? So here's what I'm telling you. The under right now, the total, game total, is set at 222.5 across all sports books. Uh, pretty much can get that number anywhere. The number for the total opened up at 221.5, and it has been bouncing back and forth ever since. 
So the line has kicked up a point. Kicked down a point. Or no, from 221 to 222. Oh, my bad. Okay. It I opened up you. at 221 and it is now at 222. My bad. So the line has kicked up a point despite the under in this matchup getting 36% of bets, but a whopping 91% of money. Gladly, once again, I am hammering the shit out of this under tonight. I love it. I'm taking all of it. So a little something I wanted to uh, kind of share with you guys. I saw it all yesterday, and uh, it's honestly... It's honestly kind of, uh, you know, one of them, one of them gut feelings, one of them uh, handicappers able to read lines and able to read uh, bets and money splits. I think I like it. I, I think, played, them, uh, played them both yesterday, exact same scenario, exact same situation, uh-huh. and we went 2-0. and Yeah, I think we could see a similar thing here. I'm looking 3-0. and I'm absolutely loving it. All I'm right. all over it. So I wanted to share it with you guys. It's not an official pod play because I wanted to see if any uh, money would move on that. Actually, before we hit record was only getting about uh, right around the same bet percent, right around 30 to 35 range, but it was only getting about 78% of the money. Okay. So it has now kicked up and stayed right around. So once again, it has seen another dose of that sharp action. So, hey, I'm locking it in. If you want it, you think uh, I'm telling you the truth, which I can am, uh, go ahead, lock it in. Let's take that under. Let's get that bad boy to the pay window tonight. Uh, NBA outside of that last night, we had Hawks and the 76ers, mm-hmm. uh, the 76ers steamrolled the absolute mess out of the Hawks. Yeah. little interesting game there. Steamrolled them out of the jump. Hawks battled back. Part of my analysis wasn't totally off. The Hawks bench is what got them back into that game. Uh, but that uh, Philly starting lineup might be just a little too much for the Atlanta starting lineup because they don't really have the answer for Joel Embiid. Uh, he looked fantastic last night. And uh, I don't know where we go from here. But, uh, you know, Atlanta, going back to Atlanta, that's obviously a big uh, big swing, big advantage mm-hmm. there. So. You know, I, uh, I'm i taking the Sixers. I was a little wishy-washy on this one, kind of leaning towards the Hawks after game one. Maybe that was foolish of me, but uh, after that Embiid performance, if he, as long as he can stay healthy, I got the Sixers in uh, six games. Yeah, I would have to say so. And uh, there's a little, we got a little little nonsense going on on Twitter right now. Yeah. Little, uh, we're, we're deep in it right now. Okay. We, we are deep in it. First things first, shout out Sage Alvarez. You are the Fucking man. Absolutely love you, dude. Uh, appreciate all your support and stuff like that. And then uh, Scotty Talks, welcome aboard anytime you want to slide through. Come get some picks and plays. Hang on, hang around. Uh, but basically, uh, they were just kind of going back and forth and Sage shouted us out. And he's like, hey, I listen to Talking Line Boys. I don't get my place from no- nobody else. I don't need nothing else but them guys. So <laughs> we got the backing, folks. The, 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 the people know we cash the damn tickets, okay? The people know what the fuck we do. This this is just an anomaly. The last few days have been here, okay? Uh-huh. I'm done with it. Uh-huh. I'm done with the losing. I'm done with the uh, no 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 cashing. We didn't make the talking line sports media slogan, let's cash some tickets for no damn reason at all. I'm here. I'm ready to murder these <laughs> fucking books today. I am going to 
take every damn ticket to the window for crying out loud. And I'm going to have some other plays that I will dish out outside of the pod. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I got I got it. I got it. I got it. We might even have so crazy of a day. I might bring out the damn Colts daily draw for crying out loud. <laughs> right. So here all we right. go. I mean, that just got me all hyped up. Thank you, Sage. Yeah, you're, seriously, you're yo, the man. You're the man. Appreciate shit out of you. Uh, that's enough for NBA playoffs. Nothing yeah. else major going on. Don't need to talk about the Nets about to steamroll the Bucks in four. Uh, how about the NHL playoffs last night? I'll be damned. Thought the Hurricanes were going to be able to do a little something, something, but the sheer dominance of the Lightning got him a 2-0 victory uh, last night. You said you were on him. I uh, didn't officially play the Canes. I, I did play the over in both games. Uh, if you did listen to me yesterday, you probably shouldn't have played them yourself because they both fucking lost. <laughs> so, Fell into the trap. Thanks uh, a lot. Yeah, it was both <laughs> both plus money. I, I really liked them. The the two the day before, I, I just thought it was going to be another back and forth. I, I knew that Tampa Bay and Carolina defense was a lot better, but uh, I just thought I thought Tampa Bay would play how they would play and Carolina would need to score goals to keep up, which right. they did, but they didn't. So that's kind of what happened there. And then uh, Colorado Vegas, one of the classicest hockey worst beats of all time, 2-2 tied with seconds to go in the third period. And oh, here goes overtime with the total set at five and a half. <laughs> Out the window. See ya. See ya later, alligator. Uh, so those two lost. Outside of uh, the bets, though, we already kind of talked about a little bit. Uh, the Golden Knights taking that three-two series lead, headed back into the I black they were hole. Dead, man, I thought, I they, thought were they were too. dead. I team thought they were walking, too. and uh, they have flipped the script. We're going back to Vegas. I, uh, I think they have a good chance to steal one out of these next two games. I, I'm not disagreeing with you whatsoever. I don't think so, man. I'm not disagreeing with you whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, I I think if they don't, man, if they don't win this game six, I think they win this game six. Home ice advantage has been so yeah. important. If you go back to Colorado, so uh, important. I don't know, I don't know but, if they can get it, but I, in game six, I think Vegas might have the wherewithal to get it done. So. I think so, too. Oh, man, it might be crying time for the Avs after coming out red, red hot in the first couple rounds here. Maybe they'll beat the shit out of each other for your uh, for your Habs in the Would conference, love every moment conference of it. finals. Would love every moment of it. Uh, I don't Iles, know if I can handle that. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, I don't, hey, I don't know <laughs> if I can handle myself after that. So, I, I mean, I... I, I might have to shut down all of my NHL shop accounts and everything <laughs> that I have available because I might just have boxes and boxes of uh, Montreal Canadiens attire and uh, trinkets. Trinkets. Arriving. Some Canadians trinkets, huh? <laughs> Arriving at the TTL <laughs> Production Studios. So uh, going to probably have to do that. Um, but obviously my other team, the Isles, baby. Yeah. Coming out of the opposite side of the bracket. They are hot right now. And I firmly do believe, even even with us taking them as a Wednesday Warrior, I firmly believe they they advance here tonight. Yeah. No question. Yeah. That home record speaks, speaks for itself. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the Bruins did everything they possibly could to, uh, you know, try and limit any opportunities that they had. They were terrible on the penalty kill. Right. I mean, you know, we all know that Boston's penalty kill, number two in the league, it's it's one of the best in the league, and it, it consistently is. So it's just kind of an off night. Do I see that happening again? No. I think this one's much more contested. But the scales lean all on home ice advantage. I, I just can't get that out of my head, and I just don't see a way that 
the Bruins come into New York tonight and come in with any type of momentum after losing the last two and now have to go on the road with a must win. I, I think just, it might come. I think it's all, up, I, you know, I'm not the hockey guy, but that goalie matchup is probably going to be the, uh, the yeah, difference. I think so too. And and I think Varlamov can keep him two or under. Uh-huh. I really think he can. Uh-huh. And, and I think the Islanders can put uh, at least three or more on, on net and in net. So Man, oh man, give me the Islanders and uh, give me the New York Islanders versus Montreal Canadiens for the Stanley Cup here. Set it first, live, June 9th, 2021 at 11.19 a.m. Central Standard Time. New York Islanders, Montreal Canadiens. I'm going to clip this so I can have it ready to fire off as soon as that happens. Interesting. So moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, uh, anything else NHL came across your feed, came across your brain you needed to get out to the folks we needed to rant and react about? Nope, not at all. Okie dokie, artichokey. I told you about some new stuff coming for TTL yesterday. Uh, New shows we are in the works. It's uh, going to be still a little bit of a grind, a little bit of process before we uh, roll these bad boys out to you. But uh, just know that... When we get done with the pod, we uh, we are still in the lab all day long. Uh, Mags doesn't get out of the studios, out of the the additional lab we have until about 4 or 5 o'clock every day. So we are grinding for you guys. So we have some very, very big announcements and some really cool stuff to uh, let you guys know about and roll out here very, very, very soon. So just stay locked in, stay tuned in. We'll obviously keep rolling out the TTL pod in the meantime because, as I said before, this is the macro. This is what we'll always have what we'll always do this will never go anywhere but we'll add some micro things here and there maybe one two days out of the week uh different uh, types of content things that uh, you can potentially maybe interact with us a little bit more uh potentially learn a little bit about uh ourselves personally or others in the industry so we will uh definitely keep you guys up to date outside of that nothing else major to get you guys uh back on the right track with as far as ttl news goes uh, but stay locked into all of our social medias and other outlets be sure, hit that Talk in the Line link tree, the first link in the description. We make it so easy. All of our content, all of our socials, everything is in one location. So you don't have to look for it. You don't have to try and struggle to find out where it's at. Just hit the link. It takes you right to the page. Subscribe, like, comment, share, all the above. And we're just going to keep this train moving. We ain't going to stop. And we're just going to keep doing this for each and every one of you and keep thanking you so much along the way. All that being said, Let's get this doggone thing closed out the only way I know how and my partner knows how sitting right next to me. And that is time for Colts Motivation Minutes. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, the final segment of the show. Today, I wanted to uh, share a little message I've talked on or spoke on, wrote on before and uh, just something real quick, real simple, nothing uh, that's going to... Uh, maybe it might be earth shattering for you. So that's why I wanted to share it. Uh, So for today's uh, motivation minutes, I set it up at the top of the show, but this is going to be a message on binary code. And if you don't know what binary code is, it is basically in layman's terms, what computers operate on, what, how they read and do the work that they are asked to do. And binary code is very simple. It's typically in zeros and ones, simple digits, simple numerals for the computer to be able to read and process into actual actions such as searching the web or creating a Word document or whatever the case might be. So that's basically what binary code is. And it's funny because you can actually apply binary code or at least the mindset behind it to your life 
and actually right now. And what do I mean by that? Well, think about it. Binary code one, zero. How can you live your life in that fashion? By living your life as in yes or no. There is no gray area. There is no in-between. It's either 100% yes or it's 100% no. If you are partway pursuing a passion, partway working the nine-to-fiver, maybe it's time to say 100% no to one of them and 100% yes to the other. Whatever situation you find yourself in, that's the only mindset that you can have. There is no hesitating. There is no delaying. There is no questioning what will come. It's yes or no. Now, the one thing that I can tell you is that uh, it's kind of hard to start applying this because as human beings, we like to think out of all the possibilities that can possibly come. We would all love to have a crystal ball and see what would happen in our future so we wouldn't have to worry about all the nonsense in between. But the nonsense in between is obviously where we learn the most about ourselves and become the best version of ourselves. And more often than not, when you make that choice to say yes to that situation that you've been, it's been right there. I don't know what that is for your life. I know what it is for mine, but it's been right there and you just haven't acted on it quite yet. You've been kind of in that gray area. It's time to say yes. It's time to stop pussyfooting around about things and start actually getting after it. Stop talking about it. Stop saying you're woke. Stop saying you grind. Stop saying you're about things when you really don't. And you just go to your nine to five and bang away at the keyboard every day. That ain't grinding, homie. That's just going to work for the man. And uh, maybe if you're leveling up, doing some different things, that could be a different story. But there's, there's so many possibilities, so many opportunities out there that if you live anything short of yes or no, and you find yourself in every situation bouncing back and forth, it only causes more problems for you. It only creates more question marks, more, if I do this, then this might happen. Well, then this might happen and this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and then this. I bet you already are thinking of the exact situation right now with me just saying that. Why don't you do yourself a favor? Stop your brain from spinning. Take control of it. Realize that it's not you, but it is simply your brain. And start making decisions with the mindset of binary code. Make the choice to say yes or to say no. If it is not 100% yes, it is not 100%. It is 100% no. I apologize. Uh, Messed that up just a little because I had a little something else uh, come to my mind uh, that kind of also goes in with this, that no is a complete sentence. You don't owe a damn explanation to anybody. I see so many people that struggle with that, that can't simply say to a group of friends, no, I'm not interested tonight, thank you, and are so worried about their image and how people perceive them or what they might say about them just because they say no to doing something specific appalls me. It's ridiculous. No is a complete sentence, regardless of if you're quitting a job, if you are 
if you are leaving a relationship, if you don't want to go out on the town for the night, you can say no and be fine with that decision and not have to explain to anybody why you made that decision. It's pretty simple. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of guts. But the freedom that you find when you start to apply it is unlike anything else you've ever attained. So I challenge you today to start living your life in binary code. Yes or no. Nothing in between. Throw all maybes out the window and make your choice. Are you on the right? Are you on the left? Are you up? Are you down? Nothing in between. Start applying binary code to your life today and watch some serious changes start happening. I can promise you that. So that does it for my Colts Motivation Minutes today. What do you think, pal? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm just kidding. I uh, know it's good stuff, man. The last part really, uh, really is a huge point because uh, you mentioned it, but a lot of people struggle with that. Don't understand that. You can just say no. And and I think it's more so what you said, like the perception of like, oh, they're going to think I'm flaky or, you know, they're going to think I don't like them. Maybe. I don't know. But- I got two words for them and they're not happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Which, so. which in 90, <laughs> but in 99% of the cases, that's not the case. If yeah, right. the answer is no and it's your friends or something like that, that's more the thing, you know, the example that I was thinking of. It's like mm. chances are they're not going to, you know, be pissed off at you. Right. You know, exactly. they might, they it's, might razz you a little bit, you know, depending on who your friends are, if it's like going out or something right. like that. But I mean, right. you know, like you said, you can be perfectly fine just saying no and accepting that. It's all in the noggin, man. And, uh, a two, I think, I honestly, I just think we've become soft. We're too afraid to hurt other people's feelings. You know, uh, I had somebody uh, tell me the other day, mentioned something on the show, um, and, and I, I'm not disrespectful, not anything at all. I looked at him and said, then don't watch. And they just kind of looked at me, and I was like, I mean, straight up, mm-hmm. don't, don't tell me anything about correcting anything I'm doing if you don't like it. Just don't watch. Yeah. You know, and it's that simple. And that it wasn't uh it wasn't a bad interaction. It wasn't me. It it wasn't anything at all. We're actually even better now in our relationship because of that. Yeah. And it's that simple. Say what's on your mind. Say yes or no. Don't beat around the bush. Right. It's pretty doggone simple. So uh it it'll get you a lot farther in life uh if you just say what you mean and mean what you say and get to the point. Stop doing uh and partly like this, all the hebede, 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 hebede shit. Uh just don't get you anywhere. Stop being like Garrett Cole and get to the point, pal. Cut the shit and let's get to it. All right. How you doing? Keep it moving. Let's make some money. All right. Here we go. There you have it. Colts motivation minutes for today. There it is, folks. Episode number 55 of the Talking the Line podcast ingested into your systems on this beautiful June 9th, 2021. Thank you so, 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 so much for uh, taking a few moments, as always, just to come and kick it with us and uh, get a little knowledge, cash some tickets, all the above. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. But as always... Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering in the soul that you've just been dying to get out to the kind folks that stopped by today's episode of the Talking the Line podcast since we kicked this bad boy off. Well, I gave you a pick yesterday. Oh, boy. So I'm going to use the one that you didn't pick. <clears throat> Excuse me. Little NBA goofy, goofy instances. 
Apparently, uh, and there was it was a story I was reading from Barstool, uh, so I got to give credit to them. But they kind of dug into the bottom of it. Apparently, Kevin Durant was, uh, you know, hanging out, dating a former porn star, Lana, Lana Rhodes. Rhodes. Yes. Um, and apparently, he brought a backup date to their date, hangout, whatever it was. So, backup date. Um, painfully, I watched uh, in this article, they put the clip of uh, her and two other females podcast. Mm. Tough watch. It was a tough it watch. It's a tough watch. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a tough it's watch a... for me. Not for me. I'm sure there's many people who like it, it, but not, not for me. me. Um, but yeah, long story short, apparently he brought a backup date. He, uh, she was complaining about how she was trying to have small talk and he was just like, he wasn't like being rude or anything, but she was asking his interest in this and that. And he was just like, oh yeah, no, like had no interest. So I've <laughs> actually, then, go ahead. And then, uh, and then you quickly, uh, direct yourself to Kevin Durant's, uh, Twitter cover picture and um, it is along the lines of, I will find it real fast here, I hate small talk, what you want. That's his uh, oh, cover picture. Oh, is, uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> I hate small talk, what you want. Two Wonder things. Wonder if that's to her. That would be really funny. Actually have uh, gone down this rabbit hole. Okay. Uh, first thing, all still calls for speculation. No official names have been oh, announced. Oh, that was the part I missed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of this is being put together by the Barstool team. Sure. Like, because... with what you know and can kind of figure out, like it's either a player on the Knicks or on the Nets, and then there's something... The two-minute man covers the whole thing, and it's... I mean, it is fucking bananas. But what I want to know, who does the baddie have to be to be the... Plan B <laughs> to Lana Rhodes. Yeah. That, 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 I think that's what everybody's missing here. Yeah. We're forgetting about the side That's girl. also fair. That's and also very fair. Ke- Kevin Durant took time out of his day while already hooked up on a date with Lana Rhodes to say, hold on a minute, baby. Well, uh, I got a side chick yeah. that I got to bring along to said date. And she had to be bad enough and less annoying enough and less of an annoyance to Kevin Durant more than Lana Rhodes. I want to meet this girl. Yeah. Well, what are fair. we talking about that's Lana fair. for? That's I want to meet this girl. That's very fair. <laughs> that's very fair. I mean, shit. Well, because she did. I don't. It didn't seem like he was explicitly saying this, but she was saying that he was trying to have a threesome. Which you know, yeah. I guess if you're going out with it's a porn, not, it's, porn it's star, it's not off the table, if you will. Yeah. It's not off the table in that sure. circumstance. You're going to to dinner with a porn star. Right. What are you going to do? Go home and play fucking checkers? <laughs> Maybe, dude. They have interest. Okay, they have interests. Um, but the part I missed out and I've been part of it alluded to, I guess I don't know if they said Knicks or Nets, but she mentioned a Libra, which I'm not a big Zodiac sign I don't guy. Know shit about this it. This actually reminded me, my girlfriend's told me it about a hundred times. It quickly goes in one ear and out the other. No disrespect to her, but I'm I don't a, follow the Zodiac stuff, but he was a Libra. I'm a Sagittarius. And if you look at the Nets lineup, Kevin Durant is the only one that fits that bill within the Nets lineup. Yeah. So it's, uh... And uh, it reminded me of my own Zodiac sign, because I am also in that same category. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's quite interesting. But yeah, then she was complaining on? about him, uh, like, not having any interest in, like, small talk. Or, like, he was trying to engage in small talk, but had, like, zero interests or whatever. And, and then you look at his bio, and it's, I hate small talk, what you want. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, Im- he balls, and that's it. Yeah. And Portnoy also was trying to get... He didn't say the name. But they were on the BFFs pod together, him and Lana. And he was like, I'm trying to get him to call into the show. And she was like, who? He's like, the guy who will not be named. 
and her face turned so red really? <laughs> I and covered this. her face. And she's like, Dave, you literally can't. Like, you literally can't. Like, she she looks scared. Like, she looks scared if it really comes out who it is. So that's why I also don't think it's Kevin Durant. Okay. Because I think something else would be about this. Because, like, the way her face looked like, Dave, you can't. You Like, why would you do that? And he's like, you know the business I run. You know, do not tell me something if you do not want it out to the air. <laughs> I mean, and that's, that's that's a fair point. That's that a, fair a fair point. point. So, I, I mean, yeah, uh, quite quite funny that uh, you actually mentioned something about that um, because uh, that that was actually something big on uh, on my mind. So, uh, oh, interesting you, you say that. So, Anywho. there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, everything looks good. Everything looks great. What an episode. If you want to know more, just go uh, check out Lana Rhodes. Well, maybe don't <laughs> Google her name. Put your uh, safety filters on. Might be a good idea if you do that before you just start perusing about this story. You might see some tits. Uh, but <laughs> to, to finish things off here, as always, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Thank you so much uh, for to come coming by, coming to today's show, coming to every show, following us on our socials. I, there's so much to say to be thankful and grateful for from you guys that uh, I could do a whole podcast on that. So as simple, short, sweet as it can be, thank you from the bottom of both of our hearts. We, uh, we would not be here without you guys, and we're just going to keep pumping, moving, rolling, grinding. All of the above, and uh, just keeping uh, TTL Sports Media on the up and up and making it bigger and better for all of you. So for today's show, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Wednesday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.